Good, welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where I talk sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines, also known as Kamish, and I am your host. It is Wednesday, hump day, March 10th, March 10th. The big day came and went in the NFL, but we'll get to that soon enough. We've got a trade, we've got a trade, we've got a trade. Another one. The insane league is insane. It does not stop. It keeps going, even though it's the off season. People are making moves, making things happen. Clintus Maximus, as usual, in the middle of the mix. He picks up Jameis Winston, Naeem Hines, and the number 19 overall pick in the 2021 rookie draft. And your mama gets in return, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. So, yeah. Running backs, they're hard to come by, right? And sometimes you got to maybe overpay a little bit. Uh, Winston, I think, is going to be the starter in New Orleans. I think he's a free agent, so, you know, we don't know yet what's going to happen with that. But uh, probably the word has it, Winston will be the starter in New Orleans. That's, you know, a tough one to give up. Naeem Hines, you know, he's going to get his work here and there. Uh, I hope to see it drop off even more than it did at the end of last season as Jonathan Taylor took over the the lead back role in that system. Hopefully that will continue and only grow for Jonathan Taylor as I have lots of shares of him. Want to see that keep growing. Number 19 overall pick, yeah. I'm not sure what Maximus is going to do. I'm, I'm anticipating a big, big deal coming closer to draft time. He's accumulating some draft picks here. And he doesn't really have a lot of room for all these draft picks, right? He's already got a pretty stacked roster. What are you going to do with all those picks, man? So, big deal probably in the making for somebody that needs draft picks at some point. It's coming uh, down the line, I'm sure. But they keep going. They keep keep on rolling. The deals keep happening. Keep it up, league. Keep it up. It keeps it fun. Makes it interesting. And uh, it never dies down. MLB. In the MLB yesterday, lots of lots of spring training games. Kenta Maeda looked good again. Three innings pitched, one hit, no runs, four strikeouts. Uh, Alex Colome, nice, ba- nice bounce back from his last explosion. Uh, still in that second, you know, it's funny how they use these pitchers in, in the preseason, in spring training. Uh, you know, the presumed closer, or at least a shared closer, is coming in second in the game right after Maeda. He, he went one inning. No hits, three strikeouts. Nice. Much better for him. Drew Smiley, on the other hand. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. Not great for Atlanta. Two innings, eight hits, five runs, a walk, and three strikeouts. Yikes. Yikes. Divi Garcia... Uh, the young the young stud in New York land looked a lot better than his last outing. He was three innings pitched, two hits, no runs, five strikeouts. That looks good there. Uh, Jay Bruce with a dinger in that one. Uh, the jerk, Gary Sanchez with a dinger in that one as well. Uh, Steven Matz looked good for... Um, for Toronto, I believe. Steven Matz is up there. Three innings pitched, one hit. No runs and three strikeouts. The jockstrap, another bomb, number three. Number three, uh, yeah, Chapman for a, with a bomb for the A's. Joey Gallo with another bomb, number five. Whew, and he's hitting 429 right now, if you haven't noticed. Uh, so Joey Gallo is blowing up in the preseason. Another bomb. Lance Lynn, 
uh, 2.2 innings pitched, 2 hits, 4 walks, 5 strikeouts. Benny, or, uh, yeah, Snell. Snell. Not Benny Snell. I'm thinking they got football on the brain, right? Uh, Snell for uh, the Padres. Two innings pitched, one hit, no runs, and a strikeout. Will Myers with a bomb in that one. We had bombs all over the place in Colorado. Story had a bomb. Uh, Soler had a bomb. Yelich had a bomb. McCullers came out yesterday. I believe this was his debut in spring training. Lance McCullers, two innings pitched, two hits, two runs, two walks. 4Ks, pretty consistent across the board. Uh, Steven Strasburg got in there yesterday. 1.2 innings pitched, uh, no hits, no runs, a walk, four strikeouts, looking good. Interesting, 1.2 innings, though, why they would um, not give him a full two innings. But that's how they rolled, so that's the way it went. So NFL, talking NFL, <coughs> the uh, the franchise tag date came and went 10 only 10 teams uh used the franchise tag only 10 we already knew i already went over the ones yesterday let's see i'll just recap those what was brandon scherf marcus may uh yeah a couple of those guys and then a couple a couple more added to it yesterday chris godwin not a big surprise alan robinson not a huge surprise there uh he they didn't have a choice, right? The Bears don't have any talent in in the receiving core, really, that they can count on there for sure. You, they couldn't let him go. It's not great for Robinson unless they can do something at quarterback because they, they, right now they don't – well, I guess Nick Foles would be their only quarterback under contract because Trubisky is a free agent. So if you're excited about Nick Foles throwing the ball to Allen Robinson uh, – I think you're misguided. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully the Bears, <clears throat> for Robinson's sake, from a fantasy perspective, come up with a plan to bring in another quarterback into the system to make him better than he already is. And, and it's amazing how good he is having nobody decent throw the ball to him. Uh, the Panthers, they, uh, they franchised their tackle, uh, Taylor Moton. The Jags also exercised the franchise tag on their tackle cam robinson the saints uh marcus williams their safety and that was kind of it <clears throat> right we were expecting you know a little more action in that way 32 teams and 10 franchise tags so you know clearly a lot of these teams either a feel confident they can sign their guy and don't need the franchise tag or b uh, don't want to pay what it would have cost to keep those guys so some of those who did not get franchised who we thought might <clears throat> but but didn't uh starting with aaron jones aaron jones did not get franchised there was <clears throat> there was there were rumors flying about that he might be tagged but uh was not the case i suppose they could still re-sign him but i i don't know i, I they've tried i think up in green bay but they haven't been able to come to any kind of agreement. So where does Aaron Jones fall, right? That would be the big question. Where would he be a great fit? How about how about the Atlanta Falcons, right? Todd Gurley's done, right? He's out of there. So what is it, Brian? Brian, 
something or other. Brian, I don't know. I had him on one of my teams for a while, and he did absolutely nothing. Ido Smith, is that who you're going with? So, you know, maybe they turn to the draft, maybe. But uh, Aaron Jones would be a nice fit in Atlanta. He'd also be a very nice fit in uh, Miami, although uh, I, I have a little Miles Gaskin, and I would hate to see him, you know, completely wiped out of there, and Aaron Jones would do that. Uh, how about the Jets? The Jets don't have anything going on, right? He'd be a good fit in, for the Jets. He'd get lots of action, right? It'd be a great fantasy landing spot because he would be the guy, and they would actually use him uh, as the guy, which Green Bay never has completely bought into. Uh, he would be amazing in Pittsburgh because, again, they would use him as the guy, but I just I don't see Pittsburgh being able to fork over that kind of cash. And it's not really, not really pittsburgh's mo to throw that kind of money around uh, and also the cardinals would be a nice fit right Kenyon drake's a free agent as well um you know chase edmonds is a good change of pace guy but uh, aaron jones would kill in arizona and uh, they seem to be willing to spend a little money this year so well yeah never know uh kenny galladay also did not get tagged right lots of landing spots for him also the cardinals he would look very nice opposite of d hop how about the Bills uh, running opposite of Stefan Diggs? He'd fit very nicely up there. Uh, he, he would love to end up uh, in, in Green Bay land with uh, Aaron Rodgers tossing him the ball. I don't know that that could happen, mainly because, the much like the Steelers, the Packers just don't you know tend to spend a lot of money on free agent wide receivers. They just don't do it. Uh, how about the Texans? They've, you know... They could use another guy. Deshaun Watson, I'm not completely sold on the fact that he's really going anywhere. So, you know, add another receiver down there for him. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, How about the Colts? How about the Colts? Uh, T.Y. Hilton's a free agent, may not be coming back. They could certainly use a guy like Kenny Galladay for Carson Wentz to throw the ball to. How about the Chargers? He'd fit nicely there next to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Uh, The three of them would dominate with the young quarterback herbert down there how about the chiefs right sammy watkins he's not going to be back right tyreek hill on one side kenny galladay on the other travis kelsey in the middle Oof, yeesh that would be dangerous i don't know if they have the the kind of money to be able to pull that off but uh you know it would be quite the fantasy landing spot for him uh, tennessee titans could certainly use another wide receiver uh cory davis probably not going to be back hadn't hadn't on to greener pastures so they could use somebody opposite aj brown dolphins they could use another wide receiver there the saints uh you know outside of michael thomas there's nothing real consistent there either so you know could be a good landing spot for him uh chris carson was not tagged chris carson what would be some good landing spots for him much like aaron jones right running backs available cardinals be a good spot for him as well the bills uh, they've got a mess of a running back situation up there. Why not bring in somebody they can count on uh, to tote the rock for them? The Falcons, of course, as mentioned with Aaron Jones, they would also be a good fit for Chris Carson. Uh, let's see, the Texans, why not, right? David Johnson, yeah, I know you spent a lot to get him, but uh, why not throw in Chris Carson? The Dolphins, of course, as I mentioned before with Aaron Jones, would be a good landing spot although you know don't take it away from miles gaskin uh the jets again would be a great spot uh you know 
from a fantasy perspective, <clears throat> maybe not from a winning perspective, but uh, you know he would get a lot of use in New York. And then the Steelers, of course, uh, perfect fit uh, for a Chris Carson type of a running back, but not likely that Steelers are going to invest that kind of that kind of capital. Shaquille Griffin was also not <clears throat> tagged by the Seahawks uh, cornerback uh, Hunter Henry, not tagged by the Chargers. Where can he end up? Uh, how about the Bills? How about the Seahawks? The Bengals could use another tight end. The Texans, of course, uh, again, need all the help they can get. The Colts would be a nice landing spot for Hunter Henry uh, with Carson Wentz there. And, and the Jets, again, uh, need all the talent they can get. Hopefully the Chargers can, can work out a deal with him to keep him around. I, I would rather see him stay there. It's hard to replace good tight ends like that, but, uh, yeah. Johnu Smith also was not tagged, and same same possible landing spots there too. I don't believe he's going to be back in in Tennessee. There hasn't been any real indication that that's going to be the case. So the Bills, the Seahawks, the Bengals, the Texans, the Colts, the Jets, all of those would be good landing spots, in my opinion, fantasy wise for Johnu Smith. Malcolm Butler will be released. Uh, that was announced by the Titans yesterday. Uh, another. Uh, another veteran on his way out, going to move around the league. And the salary cap was just announced just a few minutes ago. Uh, it was $198.2 million last year, and, and you know these NFL teams are used to that uh, salary cap climbing each and every year, right? They uh, base their plans, their yearly plans around, you know, you, you assume it's 198.2 last year. It's probably going to be 205 or whatever uh, the next year. Well, not the case with the loss in revenue, not having fans in the seats. <clears throat> yeah, salary cap's going to be 182.5 million. So that's, uh, you know, almost a $16 million drop in salary cap. So teams will have to make those adjustments. Uh, but they were already, they, that had been pretty close to the projected number. They were talking anywhere between. 175 and 185 so that kind of falls on the higher end of, <clears throat> of what they were projecting so not a big shock there for the nfl teams to uh, maneuver around that all right that is going to do it for a hump day here on the fantasy blink it's march 10th this is episode 269 i appreciate everybody that uh, stops in and listens feedback is always good Love to hear what you like, what you don't like, what I could add, what I could take away. Trying to keep this baby around 15 minutes, and I seem to have done it again. Uh, more baseball talk tomorrow, probably more football talk. There's always football talk, right? Maybe a little hockey. You never know if something exciting happens in the world of hockey. And uh, we'll just keep on keeping on, see what happens here in the world of sports and fantasy sports. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Blink. Over and out.